Welcome back to the Gathering Place of All Nations. This Monday night, Pastor William Souza had just returned from Kentucky and was encouraging us all to cry out for mercy. Let's check in. All right, so I was really only prepared to share a little bit of what happened in um, Kentucky. Um, so I don't know if you're aware of this, but before this revival broke out, um, there's a ministry in the States, and I think it's out of Arkansas, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's called Collegiate Ministry uh, or Collegiate Day of Prayer Ministries, and they've been praying and inviting people to adopt a college campus uh, for years. And then once a year, they gather um, on a college campus to pray for universities. And so they had been planning on gathering at Asbury University and praying for revival. And they have people that travel uh, uh, um, across the United States praying over the airwaves. And they have people that bike across the United States praying through the United States and pleading with God for revival. And so I've been part of this ministry adopting college campuses for, for a little over a year now. And so I get their, their newsletters. And um, so one more, I woke up and I was checking my emails and heard about the revival. And I thought, what is going on at Asbury of all places? Now, I've never, I had never been to Kentucky or to, to Wilmore. I had been to Kentucky, but not that uh, town or that college. And so it really, um, it just got me thinking, Lord, you're doing something and I just got to get there. This, 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 if I can call it holy jealousy, you're doing something and I need to be a part of it. Um, so if you're not going to get me there, you bring whatever you're doing there here. So either way, I got to be part of it. And so um, I heard of that, the, you know, the group had started very small group of people worshiping and they, and the spirit of God just moved upon them and they couldn't stop. Um, and so I told my wife, I need to go. She said, you can't go. Like, it's, it's too last minute. We got other things happening here and, and, and finances and all of that. And so I said, I, I'm going to pray. And if the Lord wants me to go, he's going to make way. And so that spirit-given um, resolve to really press in and pray things through. And that's what I did on the Saturday. I couldn't go to sleep, and so I spent the night in prayer and by Sunday night, Sunday morning, my wife woke up and I said, I'm going. I've, I've, I've pressed in. I've, I've dealt with the Lord, did some business. I'm going. And so by Sunday night, I had everything in place. And so I drove to Wilmore on Monday. And um, I can tell you, as you probably already know, it is a move of God. It is, I believe, the beginning of something great, a great awakening um, that I believe not only for the United States, but for the world. Um, as soon as I got there, some of the things I saw, the presence of God in the room. I was already excited driving to Kentucky, but I got there parked um, middle of the afternoon and made my way to the auditorium and all I could do, I walked in and I couldn't help but, but just cry because of the presence of God and that, and people on their knees. And then I looked around and I saw people uh, under the power of God, I saw people just in surrender. I saw people reading their Bibles. I saw people speaking in tongues. I saw different denominations coming together. Because when, when God moves, division 
is dealt with. <laughs> We're no longer divided, right? Within 10 minutes, this, this person comes over and, and prophesies over me. Um, so right on, it just, it just, I was just shocked at the accuracy of, but God was present, so what do you expect, right? Um, and then this other guy comes down the aisle and says, hey, brother, the Lord highlighted you to me. I, I, I had a picture of you in my mind earlier today, and now here you are. Why don't we go over to the altar and pray together? And so um, I found myself on my knees praying with this guy, and he's confessing his sins, and I'm confessing my sins, and we're praying and asking God for mercy. And so I was there for a week, and all I saw was humility and the willingness to go low so that God can do what he wants to do. And this holy resolve to lay hold of God. And so as you probably already know, it, it broke out. It's all over the United States. Uh, it's, it's in the Philippines now, in parts of Africa. And, and the desire is the same. I, I knew uh, um, of college campuses that canceled their classes and actually paid so that their students could go from one part of the states to, to uh, Asbury. And so is God doing something? He absolutely is, right? He's pouring out his spirit. And I came home to Canada saying, God, do not pass this by. You're not American, you're God. You're not Filipino, you're God. So if you move there, you move here, right? You move there, you move here. And so I have a couple passages of scripture that I wanna share with you and I, the Lord gave them to me while in, in uh, Kentucky, while at the revival. Isaiah 63. a little bit long, but I think it, uh, it's a picture of what God is doing. I believe it is. Isaiah 63, we're going to read from verses 7 all the way to 19, and then we're going to read chapter 64. All right. I will recount the steadfast love of the Lord, the praises of the Lord according to all that the Lord has granted us and the great goodness to the house of Israel that he has granted them according to his compassion, according to the abundance of his steadfast love. For he said, surely they are my people, children who will not deal falsely. And he became their savior. In all their affliction, he was afflicted and the angel of his presence saved them. He lifted them up and carried them all the days of old, but they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. Therefore, he turned to be their enemy and himself fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old of Moses and his people. Where is he who brought them up out of the sea with the shepherds of his flock? Where is he who put in the midst of them his Holy Spirit? who caused this glorious arm to go at the right hand of Moses, who divided the waters before them to make for himself an everlasting name, who led them through the depths. Like a horse in the desert, they did not stumble. 
like livestock that go down into the valley, the spirit of the Lord gave them rest. So you led your people to make for yourself a glorious name. Look down from heaven and see from your holy and beautiful habitation. Where are your zeal and your might? The stirring of your inner parts and your compassion are held back from me. For you are our father, though Abraham does not know us and Israel does not acknowledge us. You, O Lord, are our father. Our redeemer from of old is your name. O Lord, why do you make us wander from your ways and harden our heart so that we fear you not? Return for the sake of your servants, the tribes of your heritage. Your holy people held possession for a little while. Our adversaries have trampled down your sanctuary. We have become like those over whom you have never ruled, like those who are not called by your name. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains might quake at your presence, as when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil to make your name known to your adversaries and that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome things that we did not look for, you came down, the mountains quaked at your presence. From of old, no one has heard or perceived by the ear. No eye has seen a God besides you who acts for those who wait for him. You meet him who joyfully works righteousness. Those who remember you in your ways. Behold, you were angry and we sinned. In our sins we have been a long time. And shall we be saved? We have all become like one who is unclean and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf and our iniquities like the wind take us away. There is no one who calls upon your name who rouses himself to take hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us and have made us melt in the hand of our iniquities. But now, O Lord, you are our father. We are the clay and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. Be not so terribly angry, O Lord, and remember not iniquity forever. Behold, please look, we are all your people. Your holy cities have become a wilderness. Zion has become a wilderness. Jerusalem, a desolation. Our holy and beautiful house, where our fathers praised you, has been burned by fire, and all our pleasant places have become ruins. Will you restrain yourself in these things, O Lord? Will you keep silent and afflict us so terribly? You can keep on reading at home. It's an incredible passage. And this, this picture, and this is the, the very first passage the Lord brought to mind when I was at the revival of a people that have been blessed by God, and yet sin crept in and had so much power, and they grieved the Spirit. And by they, I mean we for we are the body, 
We are one church. There is no us versus them, right? And here says that because they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit, the Lord then becomes their enemy. But then in all of that process and that breaking and, and sin uh, in the body, the Lord then remembers mercy. And he remembers, he has a people called by his name. Now remember, our God doesn't forget. He's God, right? He doesn't forget. It's the right time that God so chooses to act. His mercy is on display. And he looks down from heaven as they pray. Where's your zeal and might, O Lord? Aren't we your people? You are our Father. Won't you move upon us again? And so he comes in mercy. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. If you were to keep reading, Isaiah 65 says, Lord, the Lord was ready to be sought by those who never sought him. He was ready to move upon those who never asked. Isn't that what happened? They were there for Wednesday morning chapel, not seeking revival. But the Lord remembered mercy. And so he's so... He came to rend the heavens, and that is my prayer, that he would do the same in Canada, that he would do the same here. Would you pray with me that the Lord would give us a holy desire? Now, we're going to pray in a little bit. I've been reading this book on the biography of Leonard Ravenhill, and Leonard Ravenhill was at Asbury in 1970, or just before their first revival. And, and I'm reading this book, and, and it's you know, accounts of very close friends of Leonard Ravenhill, and he was friends with A.W. Tozer, and I'm thinking, God, why would you put these two together in the same generation? It could be separate, right? We could have a Leonard Ravenhill right now, but that was just me, you know? Um, but they were friends, and, 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 and here's what their resolve was just prior to the first revival at Asbury, and I think it's no different today. We're going to give ourselves over to prayer. We're going to give ourselves to prayer. And we're going to lay hold of God. And he will come down here or we will die. That's a pretty serious resolve. Leonard Ravenhill had a, a, a not Leonard Ravenhill, A.W. Tozer, had a, a rug in his study. And he once told Leonard Ravenhill, this is where I lie face down. And I do nothing but worship until God comes. Psalm 109, we are surrounded by enemies. We're surrounded by enemies, Lord, but I give myself to prayer. Hallelujah. Do you know how many people have moved from across the world to Wilmore, Kentucky, to pray for revival? For years? I met one while I was there. But I heard hundreds from Asia, from Europe, from Africa, from other parts of the United States. Because the Lord said, I want you to be in that place to birth something. Because revival must be spirit wrought. It's birthed in spiritual anguish. But then again, it's not us versus them. So it's one body. I was just sharing with someone who said, well, why would God do that in the States and not here? And I said, listen, we're one body. If I hit my big toe, I feel it. My head feels it. 
So if the church is in trouble in China, we're in trouble. And if God is reviving the church in the States, he's reviving the church here. We're, it's not us versus them. So the call for us now is to say, Lord, come down here. Rend the heavens and come down. If you don't come down here now, we will die. We need you. Yeah. Have you ever... Reading this passage, I didn't realize the Holy Spirit hadn't been... This is Old Testament reality, church. The Holy Spirit hadn't been given as a dwelling presence to the people of God. They had visitations. The Spirit wasn't given until after Jesus' departure, New Testament. And yet, here we're told that that God chose a people and gave them his Holy Spirit. And they rebelled and grieved his spirit. What did God do? He became their enemy. I don't want God for enemy. But that's what happens when we live in unrepentant sin. And yet, God remembers mercy. So here's, I don't really have much of a sermon for you tonight. (laughs) I don't have much to say. Said more than enough, I think. If we could have the worship team back up here. We're going to pray together. Is that okay? And we're going to... If you're at home listening to me, if you're here, and you don't have this desire, you don't have this resolve, it must be spirit-given. So perhaps tonight we can start by saying, God, I... Remove the heart of stone. It's wonderful to see what you're doing there, but eh, if that's been, if that has been your attitude, then this is a great opportunity to repent and say, Lord, give me spirit ordained, spirit given desire to press in, to lay hold of you until you lay hold of me. I'll end with this and then we're going to pray. I always, and I've said this here before as well, I, I was in prayer once and saying to God, show me in scripture something that helps me understand why David is a, was a man after your own heart. I mean, it makes no sense. Why not Moses? Why not Joseph? David, he killed, committed adultery, by David. Then one morning, I, I, the Spirit of God said to me, Psalm 132. And that's just me with the Lord. And so I believe that's the answer. You don't have to flip to Psalm 132. I want to read this to you. Remember, O Lord, in David's favor, all the hardships he endured, how he swore to the Lord and vowed to the mighty one of Jacob, I will not enter my house or get into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the mighty one of Jacob.
Would you stand with me? I'm not going to be up here. I'm going to join you down there and we're going to... Where's Bob? Would you guys come? Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm putting you guys on the spot. Okay. However, we're able to do this, but... Part of this resolve to say, Lord, we're going to... We're... You rend the heavens and come down here. Because if you don't, we're going to die. We're in trouble. Part of their resolve is the willingness to spend more time with God than with people. To spend more time in the secret place than in the public. And perhaps as you ask that, Lord come down here maybe he's going to say I'm calling you <laughs> to a life of prayer hidden life of prayer and that'll be your ministry for this nation and so be it amen amen alright Father as we worship you tonight as we continue to seek your face I know, Lord, that you spoke to Pastor John and Pastor Victoria to come back here and bring what they received in Wilmore. Lord, I pray, rend the heavens and come down. Let it begin here in this house. And from this house to our nation and abroad. Lord, fill this church I pray, Lord, that you would come in such a way that we would experience Ezekiel 47, the river of God that comes upon the altar into the sanctuary and from the sanctuary into the dead places of our communities. Lord, we ask you, come down here. Lord, we need you. Nothing will do. Nothing else will satisfy but your presence the convicting presence of the spirit of God Lord come upon us convict us of sin and lukewarmness convict us Lord of, our, of the things that would cause you to be our enemy Lord forgive us we turn from wicked ways we turn from our sin Lord you promise that if we who are called by your name will turn from our sin will turn from our wicked ways repent and seek your face that you would hear from heaven forgive our sin and heal our land Lord it is your word you gave us your word you promised you promised you promised you promised so tonight we ask you father rend the heavens rend the heavens and come down shake the mountains let everything shake before you Lord but come down here come down here Lord do not pass us by. 
we thank you for what you're doing in the United States. We rejoice with the church in the United States. We rejoice with our brothers and sisters who are being revived. But we say, Lord, remember us. Remember mercy. Remember mercy. Remember mercy. We are in need of your mercy. Remember us, Lord, I pray. Holy Spirit, forgive us. Forgive us for grieving you and for quenching you. Forgive us. Forgive us. Forgive us. Forgive us. Forgive us. Cleanse us. Cleanse us. Father, your word says that the flesh will never be friends with the spirit and the spirit will never be friends with the flesh. They are at odds with each other. Forgive us for giving the devil an opportunity. Forgive us for giving the flesh an opportunity, Lord. Forgive us, forgive us for even thinking that the flesh could coexist with the spirit of God. It cannot. So Lord, as we repent... As we go low in radical humility, as we kept, as I heard that time and time again at Asbury, Lord, radical humility, radical humility. We go low, we go low, we make ourselves small. Come here, Lord. Come here. Come here. Hallelujah. Come upon this church. Come upon our families. Come upon us, Lord. Come upon us, Lord. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. There's just a sense of personal business. We need to do some personal business with the Lord. If I can give you some direction, is that okay? If you need to get on your knees here, this is between you and God. Okay? If you need to get on your knees where you are, if you just need to sit down, whatever God is calling you to do, would you do that now? And if you need to stand and worship, you're in the house of your father. You do what you got to do, but lay hold of God. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus.
We hope you were blessed by today's message, and we encourage you to spend that time with the Lord now. Lay hold of God. See you next week.